Who is Dr. Doom? Here's a word for the novice nerd from Why So Sidious. Victor Von Doom is arguably Marvel's most formidable villain. He's not going to be the one having his strings pulled before you find out who the real villain is. Doctor Doom only pulls strings. In his eyes, he's above everybody else, and many times, his actions back that up. For many years, he was primarily a Fantastic Four villain. But in Marvel's long history, he's had run-ins with Spider-Man, Daredevil, Black Panther, and almost all other major characters. He's grown into an overall villain of the whole Marvel Universe. It's a tragic character with a genius intellect, ruthless ambition, but a compromised sense of morality. His first appearance was in Fantastic Four number 5 in 1962, created by writers Stan Lee and artist Jack Kirby. Victor Von Doom was born in the small European country of Liberia. He was always marked by his exceptional intelligence and an insatiable desire for knowledge. Dr. Doom's mother is a huge part of the story. She was a sorceress, master of witchcraft, who perished in a bargain gone wrong with the demon Mephisto. She sold her soul to bring vengeance on a group of men who were terrorizing her town. She tore them apart, but her soul now belonged to Mephisto, and Victor loses his mother. This tragedy pushes him on the path to becoming Dr. Doom. She left all her books full of dark magics and artifacts, which Victor finds and studies relentlessly with the motivation to bring his mother back, and to have the power to prevent anything like that from happening again. And such a deeply desperate motivation wouldn't allow any boundary to hinder progress, which is why no amount of power would ever be enough for Dr. Doom. And before we get into those powers, let's talk about the origin. So eventually, Victor won a scholarship to study in the United States at Empire State University. Somebody from America actually seeked Victor out because rumors of his scientific achievements reached all corners of the world. He was a brilliant student, but his arrogance and unchecked ambition became evident. College is actually where he met Reed Richards, aka Mr. Fantastic, and Ben Grimm, aka The Thing, both from the Fantastic Four. The rivalry between Doctor Doom and the Fantastic Four, particularly Reed Richards, became one of the most enduring conflicts in the Marvel Universe. They became friends, studied together, and since Reed and Victor are both arguably the two smartest characters in Marvel, they were very close competitors throughout their relationship. There were often disagreements between the two on how they see the world or what they want for the future, and they slowly began to resent each other. At this time at Empire State, Victor created what would be known as his Doombots, which we'll talk about more later. He also created a version of a time machine, and created what he called the perfect synthesis of magic and science, which he planned to use to go find his mother. Blending magic and science is what makes his powers special. He's like Iron Man and Doctor Strange put together. With this device, Victor was able to traverse his way into hell and find his mom still as Mephisto's prisoner. Unfortunately, he wasn't able to accomplish anything in hell, and abruptly wakes up back in reality in a hospital with his face wrapped in bandages. The damage to his face is what leads him to wear his mask, 
He did, however, get expelled from the university for reckless experimentation. So he's left without college, without his face, and nothing but a depressing memory of seeing his mom for a short time in hell. You can see how he would grow to become such a bitter person. But this wasn't his last meeting with his mom and Mephisto in hell. Refusing to accept defeat, Victor wandered the world, eventually finding himself in the Himalayas. There he discovered a hidden society of Tibetan monks. He learned their ways and became their leader. So add head of the Tibetan monks to Doom's resume. After this, he forged a suit of armor, complete with the fearsome mask that concealed his disfigured face. Returning to Liberia, Victor declared himself its ruler and took the name Dr. Doom. His rule was tyrannical, but Liberia prospered under his leadership. Then comes the return to hell, but this time he brings a partner. Dr. Strange agrees to help Dr. Doom find his mom. They go to hell and battle Mephisto together. So after a ton of crazy buddy cop action, Doom attempts selling Dr. Strange's soul to Mephisto for his mother's, betraying the man who came to help him. Doom did free his mother's soul. However, she tells Doom she wouldn't free her soul a thousand times if it meant betraying somebody who helps you and replacing her with them in her shoes. Her soul was freed for the exchange, but she refused to go with her son for this reason. So Doom succeeded at freeing his mother's soul, but at the cost of her love. Another tragic moment for something he worked his whole life for. So moving on, let's touch on some of the big villain moments for Dr. Doom. We're not going over every single one of them because there are so many stories he's involved in, but one story you can't keep out of the discussion is the 1980s Secret Wars. This is a great example of the unchecked ambition that defines the character. In this story, all the major heroes and villains were plucked out of their reality against their will and shoved onto a planet called Battleworld. This was done by the all-powerful Beyonder. The Beyonder wants to see a brawl with all the world's greatest heroes and villains and see who survives. It's an experiment of sorts. So as the story progresses, the heroes team up and plot against the villains and the villains do the same. What does Doctor Doom do? He finds the group of villains and berates them for playing into the Beyonder's hands. Why would they all fight each other when one being is responsible for all of their forced relocation? He suggests a plan to go find and destroy the Beyonder and steal his powers. That's thinking outside the box and ambitious as anything and it's exactly what a character like Doctor Doom would do. At one point, Galactus fights Ultron and nearly destroys him. Doctor Doom finds the body and reprograms Ultron to serve him. And if you know Ultron, you know that that's not something that people just do. Next, he plans to steal the power of Galactus, the power cosmic. And if you have no idea who Galactus is, you could check out our novice nerd on him. Anyway, at some point, Galactus decided he was going to siphon all of his ship's energy, then consume Battleworld with all these characters on it, then consume its sun, and all this to energize himself to face the Beyonder. And what does Doctor Doom do? He rigs Galactus' ship using other characters' powers like Molecule Man and Ulysses Claw, who is physiologically tied to Galactus' ship somehow. He's actually an extension of it. It's complicated. But when Galactus starts feeding on the energy, all that energy is siphoned directly into Doom himself, just like he engineered it to do. 
With the power cosmic in his hands, he is nearly omnipotent, and many other characters would have been driven completely insane. And it does take Doom a while to grasp things and ground himself, but he gets it under control, and it is that intelligence and mental fortitude that allows him to do this. So with the power cosmic, Dr. Doom ends up facing the Beyonder, even stealing his powers. And now he's just on a completely new level at this point. And the story perfectly shows the competence and ambition that embodies who Dr. Doom is. He doesn't want to fight heroes or villains. He figures out why they're there, and he goes and faces the problem. Another fun thing in this story is how Molecule Man plays in. It's almost like Dr. Doom's connection to Molecule Man here is what started what became their relationship in the 2015 Secret Wars. The 2015 Secret Wars is pretty unrelated to this 1980s story, but this relationship with Molecule Man is 30 years in the making and it plays off huge in 2015. Much like his attack on Wakanda that we'll talk about later, in the lead up to the 2015 Secret Wars, Doom orchestrates a disastrous plan that sets off an unbeatable chain of events. And it all started with an incursion. Two and a half years before Secret Wars, something called incursions start threatening the universe. An incursion is a collision with the Earth of another universe during a temporary anomaly where part of the two universes exist at the same frequency. Members of the Avengers actually stop the first incursion by blowing up the other planet, saving the day, but they learn incursions will continue to occur endlessly. So of course Doctor Doom was there for the first incursion, and when the Avengers flew away, he comes to the wreckage and finds a shard of the destroyed incursion planet from another universe. Obviously he wants to learn everything he can about what just transpired, so he devotes his energy to studying this shard, and it sets him on the path that leads directly to Secret Wars. Doom learns that the frequency of this shard perfectly matches none other than Molecule Man, so he seeks him out, and through Molecule Man's help, Doom learns that these incursions are because of a group of Beyonders conducting their grandest of grand experiences, the death of everything in the multiverse, which is a big step up from the 1980s Beyonder who just wanted to see all the most powerful people on the planet fight each other. And what's crazy is we find out that the Beyonder from the 1980s Secret Wars was simply a child. So Doom is going to go after the fully grown Beyonders. Compared to a child, imagine what multiple full grown Beyonders can do. But even that is not going to stop Dr. Doom. So here's his crazy plan as seen in the four volume Time Runs Out series by Jonathan Hickman. So Molecule Man exists exactly the same in each universe and he's crazy powerful. But when he dies, he takes the whole universe with him. Dr. Doom is tasked with traveling to the other universes, killing their Molecule Man to end that universe, stopping incursions and stopping the Beyonders from playing their game. Well, since there are so many universes, so many Molecule Men, Doom starts a religion. His cult followers called Black Swans help kill Molecule Men along with their universe. This did throw a wrench in the Beyonders' plan, it did prevent incursions, but it wouldn't be enough until Doom faced the Beyonders himself. Which he does. And he destroys them. How? Well, he gathered an insane number of Molecule Men across the multiverse, 
stuffed them into a huge spaceship and launched it into the Terran reality where the Beyonders exist. Remember, killing one of these Molecule Men takes out their universe. Imagine what a huge amount of them do together. So this destroys the Beyonders. Something a group of Avengers, including Hyperion and Thor, who are some of the strongest Avengers, couldn't even do. Another insane feat by Doctor Doom, with the help of Molecule Man, who he found because of the frequency of the Shard from the first incursion. When he destroys the Beyonders, mysteriously everything all at once, everywhere, goes white. And everybody wakes up into one new reality created by Doctor Doom who with the power of the Beyonders changes reality. He pulls a bunch of fragments of the destroyed universe together to create his own battle world where he ruled over this singular existence as God Emperor Doom. And this is where Secret Wars starts. He didn't become one of the greatest villains only because of roles in Secret Wars titled stories. So let's get a little more grounded and show how formidable Doom is against a nation like Wakanda on Earth. Who at the time just had a leadership change. T'Challa, the previous Black Panther, stepped down and his sister Shuri became the Black Panther. T'Challa had been mysteriously attacked and almost died. And Wakanda was also recovering from an attack by Spider-Man villain Morlin. And no one knows who attacked T'Challa. But as you might have guessed, given the topic here, it was Dr. Doom. But nobody knew it, and it takes a long time for anybody to realize it was Doom. He wasn't even on the suspect list, because there was no current rivalry between him and Wakanda, or him and Black Panther, and just nothing pointing his direction. This was a time where Wakanda was at a weak point, socially and financially, and from behind the scenes, Doom was the reason for all of it. Sometime in advance, he covertly targeted the nation's crops, decimating their yields with an undetectable nano-infestation, leading to families growing hungry, applying for assistance at increasing rates. He even funded a dissident group dedicated to feeding civil unrest in Wakanda. Then he framed Namor for T'Challa's attack, leading to Shuri, the new Black Panther, going after Namor. So by now, he's got both Black Panthers off the chessboard. Then he sets up former Queen Aurora, aka Storm from the X-Men, leading to her imprisonment. Aurora, currently married to T'Challa and former Queen of Wakanda, was still in Wakanda trying to calm the civil unrest, but she was taken off the board now too. He takes out the big players and picks the nation apart systematically, before they found out it was him. And what was he after? Well, Wakanda is home to almost all the vibranium in the world. Vibranium is one of the most valuable materials on the planet. Well, he merges it with his suit and technology and becomes insanely powerful. Even the Wakandans never learned how to infuse vibranium with magic safely. T'Challa explains that how vibranium can amplify mystical energies is a well-kept secret in Wakanda and how it's unstable that they've never mastered it, but Doctor Doom did immediately. And to obtain the vibranium, he had to unlock a large sequence of locks and codes, then pass through a purity veil to speak to Bass, the panther god. Passing through the purity veil is a mystery in its own, but what he says to the panther god represents what Doom stands for. 
He explains that he has seen thousands of futures and all but one future humanity ends up destroying themselves in one way or another. The one future that they don't is Doomworld, where he rules over the planet, cures disease, famine, and all financial need. When people commit a crime, they die, so no one commits crimes anymore. This is his vision for the future. This character truly believes he is the best thing to ever walk the planet in every way. What's crazy is that Bass granted him passage. This is the panther god we're talking about. Bass says Doom's methods are abhorrent, but his intentions are pure. So passage to the vibranium is granted, and the Doom War story goes from there. So whether it's galactic, multiversal, or on planet, Doom knows how to dominate. That's why he's one of the greatest villains of all time. But he's not all mustache twirling. Unless he's got some crazy goal in mind, he keeps to himself in that barrier as a benevolent ruler. And speaking of benevolent, one last story for this novice nerd to understand Dr. Doom comes immediately after Secret Wars, when reality is fixed and it's no longer battle world, the universe is back to relatively normal, Victor Von Doom goes through an epiphany and he decides he needs to rectify all of the horrible things he's done in his life. Tony Stark was a man Doom always respected. The Iron Man suit is a tad bit advanced for even Doom to create a copy, but Doom's sorcery makes up for more than that. He doesn't need to wear an Iron Man suit. However, Tony Stark died right before Secret Wars happened, and his armory was left to collect dust until Victor decides along with his turn to the good side, he's going to wear the Iron Man suit on his journey to rectify his past actions. So he does just that. He gets into the armory, grabs a suit, and he becomes the Iron Man temporarily. None of the heroes or S.H.I.E.L.D. believes he is actually turning good, but time and time again he proves that he is truly benevolent at this time. One of his first moves was the largest takedown of powered criminals ever. B and C list villains like The Hood, The Wrecking Crew, Diablo, and many others. As they were gathering together to find a way to kill Dr. Doom for going good, he barges in on this meeting and takes them all out. This heroic journey he takes actually leads to his mother seeking him out. And this is huge for Victor. He hasn't seen her since he's tried to save her with Dr. Strange's help. We find out her disappointment in her son for his actions as Dr. Doom were too disappointing for her to seek him out. But now that he is truly acting benevolent, she's proud of her son and is ready to reach out. And this of course leads to another fight with Mephisto. But overall it just brings the story with his mom back full circle and was a crazy moment for the character because the relationship between mother and son here is everything when it comes to the story of Dr. Doom. And of course he doesn't stay good forever, Marvel needs to keep one of their best villains as a villain in the long run. So after many heroic journeys including helping the heroes find Reed Richards, Sue Storm, and Tony Stark after their disappearances, a past rivalry comes back to haunt him. The Hood attacks, disfigures his face much like it was before, and reawakens the evil inside Doctor Doom. Cause he'll probably always stay a villain. Powers and Abilities His abilities are endless. He doesn't have physical powers per se, but the blend of sorcery and technology makes Doctor Doom one of the most powerful villains in comics. It's also his genius intellect, resourcefulness, craftiness, and willpower. 
His suit has about the same protective qualities as the Iron Man suit. It doesn't shoot missiles or lasers, but it does give Doom immense physical strength, enough to where he has gone toe-to-toe with the Hulk many times. But the suit is mostly for protection, because Doom has a vast offensive arsenal, including energy manipulation, magic, his sorcery is on par with Doctor Strange, and he's willing to use all the dark arts that Doctor Strange is hesitant to use, even traveling space and time to learn everything there is to learn about magic, so his sorcery alone would make him one of the most dangerous beings in Marvel. Even in most dystopian future alternate reality stories, where almost nobody survives into the future, Doctor Doom lives in these stories. Because whatever the worst happens to Earth, Doom is on the list of those who would survive, whether it's the Old Man Logan timeline or the Maestro timeline. Doom is inevitable. His tech genius is on par with Reed Richards, developing incredible technology like cloaked satellites undetectable even by Mr. Fantastic, or Doombots, which are his army of robots that analyze every fight so even if they're destroyed, the data is sent to the next generation of Doombots who will continue to analyze and pass on the info to the next generation who will be more productive fighters for that data. He can banish an unprepared foe across the world with a wave of his hand or even transport himself. He can envelope himself in an invisible force field even without his suit that can stop bullets or other powerful attacks. He could defeat demons, he could defeat cosmic entities. There's almost no challenge he can't overcome. His ambition and willpower are not even close to matched. There are no limits in his mind and no limit is worthy enough for him. He will accomplish anything by any means necessary without any moral quandary whatsoever. And his genius matches his will, so that mind alone is a huge reason why he's such a dangerous character. So as we've said before, much like a national forest, there are thousands of miles to hike, so many Doctor Doom stories to read, but this is an introduction to the character. It's like a drive through the national forest to get a general sense of what it has to offer. So park the car and hike, experience what that national forest has to offer. In other words, grab a Doctor Doom story and experience it start to finish yourself. And speaking of Doctor Doom stories, here's some reading recommendations before we go. Of course, the 1980s and the 2015 Secret Wars, as discussed. Doom War is the miniseries where he crippled Wakanda for its vibranium. Books of Doom is a great look into the origin of Victor Von Doom, starting in college with Reed Richards. Infamous Iron Man takes place immediately after Secret Wars where he dons the Iron Man suit and turns good. Thor, Latverian Prometheus, sees Doom go toe-to-toe with Thor and Asgard. Maestro, War and Pax, sees Doom against the Hulk in an alternate reality where Hulk is known as Maestro. Doctor Strange and Doctor Doom Triumph and Torment is the buddy cop story of going to hell to rescue his mom. And there's so many other stories, but those are pretty significant stories there involving Doom. And for now, thank you for tuning in. Check out our other novice nerds like Red Hood, Nightwing, Adam Warlock, the Green Lanterns, and more.